Round the Back is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Round the Back and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Podnose or send us an email via admin at podnose.com. Good evening, David. Good evening. And good evening. Thank you. (laughs) Hadn't finished. (laughs) (laughs) And good evening, listeners. Good evening, listeners. Uh, How are you? Oh, no, they can't answer, can they? No. No. Welcome to episode 46. Six, David. Yes. Getting old now, aren't we? We're we're well on the way to uh, the half century. We are. Actually, yeah, getting quite close. We need to think about that. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yes. How are you? Um, yeah, normal, really. Yeah, as it goes, you know, I've been up to doing, been around and been witnessing normal things. Okay, wow, what a week. <laughs> oh, yes. How are you? Oh, don't ask. You have asked. I have, uh, yeah. Yeah, fine, actually. Yeah? So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bit, I'm a little bit tired today, I'll be honest with you, I've had a fairly busy week. We've done two but, Fridays uh, in a row, haven't we? I think that's why, mm. it's sort of the end of the... It's the mm. Maybe it's that's what it is, end of the week. Yeah. Um, but what better way to spend a Friday night, eh, than to dissect, uh, to dissect, you know? To dissect the the world. Each other. And, not each and other. news and football. Yeah, and just see what's what what comes up. What's shall we shall we begin yeah, to begin see, to see what's, what's been been going happening going yes yeah oh, okay right, oh you mean that yeah. I do <laughs> the news. Here is this week's news for you news for you thank you <laughs> you sort of like just you, your body went sort of cramped up. Yeah, some sort of you contorting yourself. Was it painful? Or? Um, mostly, yeah. Mostly, um, it wasn't a normal sensation. No, no, it didn't no. look normal. To be honest no, with you. I, I wasn't going for normal, so that's that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, Good. Would you like to begin with the news? With the news, yes, please. Okay, please. Uh, well, this is a news story, but it's also sort of an introduction into a person. Uh, but it's okay. new, it's newsworthy. Okay. So. Um, uh, let me just say, meet the man who makes rubber for kinky bondage suits and sex machines. Oh, God. As well as windscreen wipers. Oh, the two go hand in hand. Well, of, of course. course. Yeah. yeah. Um, making sex machines and kinky bondage gear alongside slightly more mundane items like windscreen wipers is all in a day's work for an unassuming bachelor from Gloucestershire. A and bachelor? He's about, well, I think that means he's single yeah <laughs> doesn't really shock no. me considering his I mean, occupation don't build out like he's a bachelor he just he just hasn't got a partner <laughs> yeah. yeah fair enough yeah yeah 
Um, engineer John, Hind- John Hindmarsh, 58, developed a method to soften latex and now makes large-scale sex toys for use in, for use in clubs and porn films and supplies dominatrixix... So six? Six? <laughs> six of them? Yeah. Bloody hell. Six dominatrixix... <laughs> Why can't I say that word? <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to get through this. And supplies dominatri- dominatrixes... That's oh, it. fucking hell. Yeah. With latex clothes. Okay, I'm right. <laughs> Few people passing his workshop on a small industrial state in the forest of Dean, Gloucestershire, could possibly guess this business he is in. <laughs> John's bur- burgeoning business in the sex trade happened almost by accident after he got fed up with his career on the road as a service engineer and set up his own rubber company. As you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, life in the road's so, not for me. So when it says, um, yeah, I've got, I've got to follow my calling now. You know, I've made my money. Now I'm going to see through my calling in life. Rubber. Rubber. So when it says... And his name's John. He's, they, call, they call him Rubber Johnny. Rubber Johnny. Yeah. Of course they do. So when it says large scale sex dolls... Yeah. Are they just like... Giant ones. Superhumans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, they, what they, purpose, they make a lot of them. I mean, the large, obviously, you know, you increase the ratio in the size of the sex doll, then surely yeah. you increase the size of its I know. Imagine orifices. some sweaty little day. Oh, I love my sex doll, but do you know what? I'd make it even more sexual if it, if it was 10 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's wrong with you? Wouldn't make it wouldn't make it more pleasurable, would it? No, because I tell you, it what, would it, be bigger. It'd make so... it a pain to move around. To be honest, it but it'd be like it'd be like moving a wardrobe around the room. Yeah, and a part of um, what like Papa Booba Diop. You mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can get those ones. You might you be able to like store things in it. Yeah. You well, know, if yeah. It's big enough. As Your well. semen. <laughs> Thanks um, for that. That's okay. Sort of implied, but you know, never mind. So he set up his own rubber company. That's what you do. Yeah. He bought a specialist chlorination machine, which had once belonged to Gloucestershire Aerospace Company, Downtees. Oh, well Downtees. Yeah, 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 yeah. What he did not realise at the time was that the uh, chlorination process could be used to soften latex so that women in the bondage business <laughs> could squeeze into their skin-tight fetish gear more easily. And the mild-mannered man began supplying dominatrixix... <laughs> 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 okay. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at you, he but be- that was really funny. Began and you just sounded I, stupid. Began. Su- <laughs> it's, I can say that word, dominatrix. It. I've like learnt the wrong way to say it now. Okay. He began supplying them Sorry. with their uh, latex clothes and dungeon equipment, as well as manufacturing more mundane everyday everyday items like squeegee mops, which may come in handy in on porn sets. Oh and yeah. Sex dungeons. Yeah. So Especially I'll have. For uh, the fluffer. I'll have two of the extra large rubber gimp suits. Uh, one of those. Um, one large scale sex doll. Yeah, and uh, and a, I better take a squishy mop because it's going to be a right mess in there. Yeah, cheers, afterwards. Robert Johnny. See you next yeah, week for cheers. my next stockload. Yeah. As I drove past, you wouldn't have known this was a uh, a, a deviant uh, business. But so there yeah, you know, yeah, despite the giant sex doll standing in your garden, that I can see over your roof. I would never have known it was. Uh, you know. Yeah. Hey, d- how dare you? That's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, She's very still. People love their latex so much they will not just put their clothes in the post, he explained. It's an expensive scene to be into. You could fit thousands of pounds worth of latex into a small suitcase so people drive hundreds of miles to deliver them in person. Because of this, I got to know some of the top people and started going to trade shows to promote that side of the business. It just grew from there. 
It's changed a lot. Latex used to be red and black, and 90% of it would be fetish wear. Now it can be made in all kinds of colours, and people are wearing it to go to ordinary discos in London. I think it's now more like 60-40. <laughs> so, fractions in there. Nice. Bit of maths. Ratios, actually, not fractions, is it? Mm, yeah. Um, and although he says he is not into it personally, he would say that, he did start wearing latex because it was compulsory at... Oh, no. What? It was compulsory at the after-show parties at trade shows. Well, only if you went to the after-show parties. Compulsory? Yeah. Compulsory? Yeah. Is that like, you know, we've probably all been turned away from a venue. Oh, sorry, mate, you're wearing trainers. Yeah. No, you can't come in. You've got no you rubber. Are... <laughs> <laughs> you, don't... <laughs> you don't have your fucking tight plastic suit on, you yeah. bastard. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, he says, uh, at my first trade show, one of the top designers let me borrow a pair of her boyfriend's skin-tight trousers for the after party. He said, I felt like a right idiot because he was about 19 and looked like a model, whereas I was a 58 your old bloke looking like this god i but, was no nerv- like, surely there'd be if they're skin tight and plastic yeah not sure how hygienic that would be as well no you wouldn't borrow those sort of clothes mm, i doubt yeah. we gave them back wear them once then why burn them yeah it's not very green either is it really throwing all that plastic away. doesn't say what color they were um <laughs> i was nervous as anything but because <laughs> i knew so many of the people there it was all fine and everybody was lovely i bet they were <laughs> Uh, since then he's commissioned a designer made a looser fitting latex suit based on a medieval knight that he can wear at promotional events <laughs> what the f- so he's not into it but he made himself his own outfit yeah he's got a custom made knight outfit um, it strange. was through the burgeoning latex scene that he started to meet those behind bondage clubs who, who asked if he could use his engineering expertise to produce X-rated robot wars. Right, right. So he went <laughs> in the alleyway behind them. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say where. some people like, behind the bondage clubs. We want to make you make stuff that fights. Can you make a sex robot? Can you make a sex robot yeah. that fights other sex robots? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's got a... While they shag it. He's got a toothpick in his mouth and he's flicking a coin whilst he's talking with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a top hat on and a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, I think the no, dude, the dude no, brothers the black market. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody showed me a film with a sex machine in it and said, "Can you make one of those?" He said, "It was like red rag to a bowl." I told him I could not only do it, but I could make a better one. I wasn't working much at the time because I'd had my motorbike ac- accident. This is the first he's mentioned it. <laughs> so it gave me something to do. <laughs> I've made about six since then. The girls come up with the ideas and name them. They've called one the Girly Whirly because it's pink and very quiet. And another one is called the Stallion for obvious reasons. So somebody, sh- what does he say? Somebody showed me a film with hmm. a sex machine in it. And um, so he, sit- he watches you know, dirty movies with his mates, gets yeah. ideas. But he's definitely not into it. No. And he so, hangs around in the alleyway but so, behind clubs yeah. talking to dirty mafioso sex robot fighting people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so he's got yeah, exactly. He's gone from there. He's gone full he's gone uh, it, well into it now. He's made sex machines that are used in um in clubs and that. Uh he's they've been using adult films. He's been involved in six films uh, made in an old converted abattoir. <laughs> Sounds nice. Why would you film porn in um, an abattoir? And he, and he has a photographic studio now as well. <laughs> oh my god seriously though um, I, I, I'm not sure you can brush over that subject quickly of filming porn in an abattoir well that's a, it's, it's not a lot it's oh, it's in the it's in the Midlands that's fucking rotten and one of it? them's at the Forest of Dean oh god um, I the, can't think of that is I've, I haven't I can't picture a horror set more <laughs> clearly for a movie than porn on in an abattoir 
and someone starts killing them. We've all seen it. Um, <laughs> the films that he's been involved in are on pay-per-view channels in America. Of course Sex they are. is big business, he said. Is that the name of one of That's them? That's how it ends. Sex is <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends? Yes, it ends. Um, so, well, yeah, he sounds like a perfectly, is, um, uh, perfectly well-mannered... I just thought we uh, should get to know John, John Hindmarsh. Well, he shall now forever be known as John Rubber John mm. Hindmarsh. Rubber Johnny Hindmarsh. Yeah. So there you go. If you, in case you wondered where, if you you've ever purchased, you know, uh, raunchy latex, mm. it's probably come from uh, Rubber Johnny from Gloucestershire. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Fascinating stuff. You're welcome. There we go. Well, um, you know, to follow up your sex news. <laughs> well, uh, okay. I've got something completely. You make, you, you make it sound like it's my field. It's not really. I mean, I know. Is it not? I cover a lot of it, but I mean, that's I don't write it. It's not my. <laughs> Well, it sort of ties in with your sex. Well, no, no, don't need to look at my computer. What are you doing? (laughs) I can see the reflection in your eyes. (laughs) In my (laughs) NHS glasses. (laughs) Um, So this um, story I've got now follows up uh, on something that uh, you discussed. I think it was a story that you brought about Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt, obviously the uh, famous um, um, yeah, multiple. Yeah, aware of him. You're aware of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. You may be aware that, of his that, uh, that work. That lad does all running. Oh, right. Quick guy. Um, so, what? Well, I can't remember the episode, but it was brought up some time ago about him basically saying, yeah, uh, one day I'm going to play for Manchester oh, United. Oh, yes, yes. Remember that? Yeah. Slightly arrogant. Slightly <laughs> arrogant, right? But. <laughs> okay. Okay. Usain Bolt, exclusive interview. Sprinter reveals he's held talks to sign for Man United. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> Has uh, he? Well, maybe before I go beyond the headline, I should tell you that my source for this is www.express.co.uk. Right, so it must be right then. Yeah, absolutely. 100% yeah. true. Um, Usain Bolt has held talks with Sir Alex Ferguson over a sensational move to play for Manchester United. Well, what's Alex Ferguson got to do with it? He's not... Well, he's an ambassador for the club. Isn't oh, he? okay. Right. So he, he does obviously still hold sway, and I imagine he is involved in various things to promote the club. Yeah. And you know, um, The eight-time Olympic gold medalist, 31, spilled the beans about his sensational plans to move into football in a world <laughs> exclusive with Express Sport on Friday. We sat down to speak to Bolt after he flew into the Bahamas for the PokerStars Caribbean Adventure Tournament, one of the major annual events on the world's poker map. Uh, But the rare interview suffered minor delays as he frantically demanded to know the United score in their FA Cup clash with Derby. Okay, so he's a big fan. He's a big fan. Uh, Bolt sighed and shook his head when he found out it was nil-nil after an hour, then revealed his dream to help Jose Mourinho's cause. Uh, the 100-metre world record holder who retired from sprinting last year. Uh, he'll have a trial in March with Borussia Dortmund. Well, how's that going to get him to Man United? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he'll have a trial in March with Borussia Dortmund, which has been organised by sportswear giant Puma, who sponsor the player. So it's a, it's a big PR exercise. Yeah, exercise. that's all it is. Uh, Bolt hopes that will then open the door to a playing career at a top club, and he is adamant he can make it. Bolt, who tore his hamstring uh, in his last ever race, said the injury is now fine and I'm fully back and fit. But he's 31 and I don't know how, like you say, it's arrogant. Well, I mean, how good is he at football? We don't know. We don't is know. He good? Is he any good? I'm sure there's videos. He must rate himself. Well, yeah, he's, he, he can't be awful, can he? No, because that would he, he'd get found out straight away. Yeah, and I imagine he's obviously probably very strong and has good balance. Yeah. But 
quite quick. Surely to have the touch and the technique and the overall fitness of a uh, of you know someone that runs twelve to fifteen kilometers a game every week and you know yeah I I, I can't see him being much and was fit he, to play in the Premier League. I mean, people are going to think, oh, you know, pacey winger, get him on the ball when he's off. But isn't he? Wasn't he traditionally quite a slow starter in his sprints? Yes. I mean, he's not. He's got. He's quite a tall guy, so he he's usually not got, he's not got a short stride. Yeah, he usually wins from the back after fifty meters, doesn't he? That kind of sprint. Yeah. Not. Not. not um... So his initial bursting off with the ball is not going to be what people th- maybe think it is. Yeah. His his uh, body shape and his his structure doesn't really lend itself to someone who's particularly agile. I should think. No. But then again, like you say, we haven't seen him play. We haven't seen him play. Uh, the quote continues. It says, "In March, we're going to do. I'm not going to do a Jamaican accent, by the way." Oh man. No, I'm not yet. No, no, we've, we've, tick, we've ticked that box now. Thanks, Dave. Uh, in March, we're going to do a trials with Dortmund, and that will determine what I do with that career, which way it goes. If they say I'm good and that I need a bit of training, I'll do it. It makes me nervous. I don't get nervous, but this is different. This is football now. I'll take time to adjust, but once I play a few times, I'll get used to it. I mean... He's confident. Yeah, I, I feel like... I mean, you, you would ima- I would imagine that he is a confident guy anyway, just from seeing him on the television. He comes across that way, doesn't yeah. he? But like, you know, I don't think I could go to training for a Premier League club a few times and get used to it. It's just not like that, is it? <laughs> no. I mean, come on. But then again, yeah, I'm not I an athlete. I'll, after a couple of, yeah, you know what? I think I've got this. I'll get used I won't, to this. I'm not, I'm not going to come train anymore. Um, what times are the games? <laughs> no, no, it's not how it works. Yeah, no, I'll, three o'clock. Okay. No, no, I'll see you at the weekend. Uh, yeah. I yeah. probably can only do 3.30. <laughs> um, so you have to put that back. Okay. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a follow-up from uh, from before. Um Usain Bolt. Well, we'll keep an eye Can on he that. do it? That Can he not? That's like, sort of transfer news in a way, but uh, I wanted to put that in the main news. Uh, hey, because, that's, um, that's that's news, man. But I remember you got quite animated about that before. You found it quite annoying. People stepping out of their particular... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it annoys me so much. I mean, it's fine if he wants to do it. Like, what if what if that person's really good at that? Well, that's fine then, if they're really good, but what's what's wrong with the job you're doing? <laughs> no, no. But I why can't you do interesting you things can, with your you life? You can do what you want. So I'm not the authority on it. <laughs> you know, do what you want. God. Yeah, go through like I have 20 jobs. Fine. <laughs> Keep chopping and changing. Where's the? Where's the? This the stability. Where's the? I can't. I can't. I have loads of jobs. I can't speak. Should we move on? Yeah, better add before what? I get myself in. Uh, you got another story? Yeah, for I've us? got some seagull news, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nice. The secret life of seagulls revealed. Bird steals GoPro camera to show what life is really like on the wing. On the wing. This is from the mirror. Okay. Have you ever wondered what the life of a crafty seagull was like? Straight away in there, crafty. So straight away they're attacking them. Yeah, it's, it's a bit okay. of a dig, isn't it? I mean, yeah. when you say someone's crafty, it kind of suggests that they're maybe a little bit on the take. Or... Untrustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, after one of the sneaky birds, again, <laughs> sneaky, negative, took it upon itself to steal a GoPro, the secret life of seagulls has been revealed. Footage recorded, excuse me, on the camera shows its owner intention. Its owner? Hold on. Okay. Who owns a seagull? That is an odd thing to own, isn't it? Mm. Uh, shows its owner intentionally leaving the device out in the hope it would take it on an adventure. He puts out breadcrumbs on its balcony to entice the birds 
And within... Oh, the owner of the GoPro, not the owner of the Seagull. It was, yeah. So it was the owner of the Seagull <laughs> and the GoPro just happened to be there. It was a wild <laughs> GoPro that got picked up by a, a, a I did think tame it was, Seagull. I did think it was strange to own a Seagull. Yeah. No, he owned the GoPro. Of course he You did. read this story before, haven't you, It made perfect sense. <laughs> um, he puts out breadcrumbs on his balcony to entice the birds and with minutes, the three of them are f- seen flying over the food. After the flock pecks the bread, one curious seagull can't resist taking a look at the camera. It creeps up to the device, and after gazing into the lens, it checks no one is looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a quick look around its, over its shoulders, yeah, before grasping it in its beak. After a few moments, the bird then flies off with the camera, and amazingly, even manages to position it in such a way as to capture the breathtaking landscape below. Perhaps it was a camera goal. Very, very thoughtful. We don't know. Yeah, it might not have been a C mm. goal. Like you say, it might have been a a, a DOP goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> soaring into the sky, the seagull's footage shows it flying over the owner's garden before heading out over beautiful clear blue sea. All the while, its wings can be seen vigorously flapping over the lens, and its feet neatly tucked away. It is not known where the seagull was flying, but after a few moments, it appears eventually has an, it appears it eventually has enough. It drops the camera, which goes tumbling to the ground in a dizzying spin. Checking the GoPro is okay. The sea checking the GoPro is okay. I don't mean the seagull gives a fuck about the so- the GoPro. Uh, the seagull then gives it a few taps of its beak, like it's a magician. <laughs> the rabbit's going to appear out of it uh, before flying off to get on with the rest of its of its day. Those who watch the video, those who watch the video thought the camera's owner was lucky that it did not do something worse. It's, people hate seagulls. One person said, "Gulls are evil." He's lucky it didn't try to sell it. <laughs> Serious? That, come on. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's what one person <laughs> said. Take it down the gull market. Um, was that on one of those shitty rocks that sticks out of the ocean that's just covered in gull shit? tree? That's where they're going. Not gum tree. Gull tree. Very good. Very good. E e e b. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the goals that. list. Gold Pro stills. Uh, gold Pro. <laughs> gold Pro. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a gull mounted camera mm. designed specifically for gull species. I know that uh, we haven't had much seagull news lately, so I just wanted to put that in for our listeners. I enjoyed it. Henry Christopher would be happy with that one. He will, the keyboard warrior. <clears throat> yeah. He will be happy with that one. I'm, I, I guess the, the owner of the camera is lucky that it didn't break and lucky that it didn't drop it in the sea because he was talking about flying over the sea, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, well, he was asking for it, to be honest, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Because he was putting crumbs out and stuff. He was so. asking for it. Yeah. But there we go. Mm. He obviously got his camera back. Well, that's maybe his... the Maybe a, you know, a goal that wasn't sneaky or whatever. Crafty. Other, crafty brought it back. A conscientious yeah, an honest, goal. Honest goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry, but uh, we mate Steve. He's he's quite crafty. Um, he is sneaky as well. So it has been said, and uh, I, ju- I saw him do it, and I just I felt bad, so I, bu- I bought it back. No, I don't want anything in return. Um, just maybe bread, just breadcrumb. Maybe just one of those chips would be. You know. Okay. I'll, I'll just tap this this fag button. See you later. Bye. <laughs> and he's, off he goes. <laughs> Good. (laughs) (laughs) So my final news story, uh, and I'll run through this one nice and quick, because it is a shit story. Mm. Oh, is it? Okay. There's a reason for me calling it that. Um, And it it beggars belief, Dave. Beggars belief. 
Here's your headline, and this is from uh, Sky News. Mm. United Airlines flight diverted to Alaska due to passengers' feces. <laughs> due to passengers' feces? It doesn't even say what, just <laughs> due to Due shit. to passengers' feces. Yeah. Why did you have to land here? Uh, shit. <laughs> oh, right, good reason. Yeah, yeah. Can it be more specific? It's the only reason why anyone comes here, really, isn't it? Mm. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I take it you've got more details. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, good, I thought you were going to know. A passenger is accused of vandalising two bathrooms in an incident... Va- vandalising? <laughs> vandalising two bathrooms in an incident that does not appear to be terror-linked, according to the FBI. Oh, wow. The <laughs> FBI! <laughs> Uh, a flight from Chicago to Hong Kong, right? Chicago, yeah, to Hong Kong. Quite a long flight. Yeah, it's also quite far from Alaska, right? <laughs> yeah. So leaves Chicago, and I imagine heading to Hong Kong, you'd probably go about halfway. Well, you'd probably go across the states and over the Pacific. At a guess to go yeah, to Asia I mean, that way I, round. I, I don't think you'd be more Pacific than that. No, no, it's it's um. Pacific. Shut up. <laughs> I, did, I did the joke already. <laughs> so they, I suppose they might go north through Canada in this route. Mm. But still, to you leave Chicago. No, no, sorry, we're going to have to land in one of the most remote places on the planet. We're going to have to go to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Put you in the freezer because you shit all over our airplane. <laughs> what the fuck? So, um, yeah, a flight from Chicago to Hong Kong has been diverted to Alaska after a passenger allegedly smeared feces in two... two of the plane's lavatories one wasn't enough clearly not Uh, and obviously had enough in him to do two shits yeah or you might have just did like carried some across to the other one yeah that's what I'd do just walking down the aisle just you know holding it in your hand yeah Yeah, off to to do the next one yeah where where are you going with that well I don't want to run out do I (laughs) idiot oh dear oh dear The United Airlines flight rerouted to Anchorage, Alaska, after the incident, in which the passenger also allegedly attempted to flush his shirt down a toilet. Definitely a terrorist. He's got issues, isn't he, this guy? A little bit. The man, whose name was not released, spread his ex-mar... His his name was not released. That's a funny name. Hello, Hello, I'm Mr. Not Released. My name is Not (laughs) Released. Uh, Spread his excrement around the toilet facilities on Flight 895. FBI spokeswoman Stacy Figapalesia said that there were no indications the incident was terror-related and no injuries were reported. What a relief. No, it's not terror-related. It's mental-related. Doesn't that go to show how um, kind of sensitive we all are to potential terrorist activities? When, like, can you imagine, you know, they're getting the FBI, the first people they call this plane, they get, get the FBI on the horn! Like, yeah, someone's know, shitting yeah. everywhere. It must be fucking Al-Qaeda. Yeah, he's like, right. it, it might be a shit bomb. <laughs> um, you'll probably... Don't it, say the bomb word on a plane, It, it might have been a... The bomb word. Just, I just, no, the, the B word. The bomb I said, word. I already said the bomb word. You said the word, haven't you? <laughs> Idiot. It was. I'm, I'm, I'm as bad as him. Yeah. 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 Not quite as bad. <laughs> it might have been a shit bomb. Just might have been his attempt smear to... Smear my shit all over your studio. <laughs> I do, in a way. I smear it all over this microphone, don't Dirty I? Dirty protest. Verbal. Dirty protest at my terrible news stories that I bring in. Um, according to Anchorage Airport Police Lieutenant Joe Gamash, the man did not attempt to interfere with the flight crew or resist them and was not expected to be arrested, right? We received... This is a quote from Joe Gamash. We received a report of a passenger who had messed up the bathrooms with his own feces and... Um, after the interviews were done with with this guy not released there were no appropriate charges for anything criminal 
Well, surely it's <laughs> vandalism at the, at the very least. They said it, they said that word earlier, didn't they? Surely it's vandalism. Yeah. A translator was needed to interview the 22-year-old who was travelling on a Vietnamese passport and possessed a US permanent resident card. And <laughs> this is one of those one short sentences at the end mm, of an yeah. article, article. That just brings the story alive. Yep. So let me read that last bit one more time just to make sure it makes sense. Sure, go ahead. A translator was needed to interview the 22-year-old who was travelling on a Vietnamese passport uh, and possessed a US permanent resident card. Lieutenant Gamash said that the man's speech was either nonsensical or unintelligible to the translator. <laughs> and that's where the article ends. I want to know more! <laughs> no, that's all they got. They could, what, what did he say? Fuck knows. That's so, what he might as well have said. He's got no shirks. He tried to flush it down the shitter. He's shit yeah. all over the walls in both toilets. And then you come to interview him and he's going... Yeah. And you think, mm, no, you can't do anything to help this guy. Methinks he might have some uh, some <laughs> mental issues, shall we say. <laughs> mental health issues. Excellent. Poor guy. Excrement. To be excrement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as it was a shit story. That was an it? excrement story. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we laugh, but I guess you're kind of right. He's probably a very, very troubled individual, which is is, is a sad story. But hey ho, but funny as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. You didn't want to say it. So I, I didn't want to say it. No. <laughs> so that's your news. Hey, news is done. Bye. So, yeah, for the forty sixth time in a row. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I think we should bring it back into line now uh, and talk about some football. We are Joe. We are in that that month. Where things happen, things are moving, people are moving. People, goods and services. And I believe it is now called... What-o? What-o? The Window transpo- uh, Transferable Opportunity. Transfer stuff. Transfer stuff indeed. Joe. Transfer stuff, Dave. Yes. I've got some done deals for you. Ooh. Do you want me to run through them? Please do. And just um In what order? Do you wanna do you wanna give me do you wanna give me a like a one word reaction or a noise reaction? What do you wanna do? How do you wanna play this? I like the idea of a, a noise. A so, noise. So okay. I can't so I can't form any words or letters or words. Just, just make just a sound. Like a, oh. Yeah, exactly. Like okay. That, yeah. Well don't use them up. <laughs> okay. Uh uh Arsenal to Valencia. What? Jamie Murphy, Brighton to Rangers loan. Eh. George's Kevin Nkudu, Tottenham to Burnley loan. Mm. Schenk Tosin, Besiktas to Everton. Hmm. Kevin Morales, Everton to Olympiacos. Eh? Terence Congolo, Monaco to Huddersfield. Eh. Alex Pritchard, Norwich to Huddersfield. <laughs> Philip Coutinho, Liverpool to Barcelona. Yeah, no. As expected. <laughs> so those are your done deals. That's what happens. Forget about them yeah. if they've left and, and welcome them if they've joined. I won't go through the names again. <laughs> uh, surprise! The surprise there for me was that uh, young lad that left Tottenham, George Kevin and Kudu. Yes, who uh, I think was uh, one they signed that had you know a, a lot of potential. Yeah, I don't remember him playing ever. He obviously would have had some senior appearances, but I don't remember him playing at all. No, but so it obviously didn't work out for him. He's obviously rated. I mean, I think, but he's got... like he's been there for a few years now. I think he's like twenty two, twenty three. Oh, okay, right. So you kind of expect. I guess it's nowadays expectation that players will hit the first team a couple of years earlier than that. I don't mm. know. I, might I think I believe he was encouraged to go to Burnley on loan by um, 
Kieran Trippier. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, who, who former Burnley yeah. player, yeah. So. Maybe it's the uh, the yeah. fantastic man management of uh, Sean Dyche. That's a, yes, exactly that, yeah. We Although to, he wouldn't say his own name, would he? He'd say me. Yeah, he'd say, well, exactly, yeah. He would, unless he was pretentious. But I, that, he's not, I, he doesn't come across like that. George, uh, Kevin and, and, and Cuddle Duddle <laughs> has a lot of potential. As do I. Um, Who are you? <laughs> just his little uh, mate. His, li- his, li- his little, his little brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a slightly less yeah, fucked up voice. I, I agree with my big brother, uh, Sean, and my name is... Steve Dice. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You're a short guy, Sean. Okay. <laughs> back under the desk now. Have we accidentally created a new so, feature? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, so, Episode okay. title, yeah. Sean and Steve Dice. Yeah. Sean Dice and his little brother, Steve. <laughs> uh, so, oh, but transfer news. This is what the talk of the town is now. Yep. Yep. Everton, apparently in talks with Walcott. Right. I think he needs to go. He definitely needs he's, to go. He's yeah. just stagnated there. I don't think they turned him into the player that he could have been, unfortunately. Unless he isn't the player that we all thought he was. Oh, uh, yeah. It could well be that. Yeah. Could well Who be knows? That. But I mean, he's not. Like, I, that, I don't want that to come across like I think he's a poor player. He, he's got a lot of. He, really good. Yeah, really good. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We know when you're lying because your voice goes high. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, he scored some like wonder goals for Arsenal with some fantastic, fantastic technique. You know, I think he's guilty of giving the ball away a lot, but. He's a bit like Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, like not really good passer, but definitely a very deadly player. And yeah, I think if he goes to Everton, I've I've heard rumours of him going back to Southampton, mm. which would be like almost like a Rooney returning to Everton. I think it'll be. I, I think it'll be a good move for him. Yeah, I can see. I can't see it happening. I think. I think he would choose Everton because I think he feels that they're maybe more on the up a bit. Yeah. You know, more financial. Yeah. Um, Strength, although obviously Southampton have got loads of money from Virgil yeah. van Dijk now, but uh, I think as well the World Cup year will be on his mind. Absolutely, he wants to play. Mm. Uh, Man City, obviously, it's been going for ages. The Alexis Sanchez thing, yeah. Um, apparently, they've got a package in place for whether <clears throat> he leaves in January or in the summer, but. Throw a spanner in the works. Man United have also got packages in place now for him, so there could be a bit of a tug of war there. That would be um, fascinating. Just today, I think that Arsenal have upped their asking price, which Man City have sort of balked at and thought, no, thank you. Whereas Man United may be happy to pay that money for a player who's got six months left in his contract yeah, and, he's, yeah. and he's 29. So we'll see. Um, and apparently, Man United, this is a strange one, maybe. There's been talk of them being interested in um, Jamie Vardy and Javier Hernandez, a former player. Um, Jamie Vardy. I think they're. I think. I think they're after. They're, they are after goals. That looking they, for a short-term solution. Then the, with the two phrase kind that I've heard bandied about is "fox in the box." Yeah. Well, I guess they actually have some um, Manchester United. I'm talking about have historically some good kind of. Um, short-term fox-in-the-box solution, don't they? We're talking Henrik Larsson, yeah? We're talking uh, Mark Allowin. We're talking... You know, they've had Teddy Sheringham, perhaps. He yes. was there for a few years, but he yes. was an, an older player who, you know, did some scored some crucial goals for him. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. I I, I probably I, I kind of balked at that when you said it. But It's not it's not unlike Mourinho to get in a short-term fix. I remember with Chelsea with... Um, well, he's definitely not one for, one for bringing through youth players, is he? No, but he's done it. He did it at Chelsea with Samuel Eto'o. He brought him in for a short period. That's true. To get some goals, which he, he did quite well. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, he does like so, older states. I mean, you just don't know. It's really hard to tell. Mm. So we'll keep an eye on all those talks and um, and uh, see what other transfers may or may not happen. Good. Uh, um, I actually have a couple of things to add, Dave. Well, do you? Um, uh, okay, permission granted. Good, yeah. <laughs> so again, this is a callback to a, a prior or previous or aforementioned episode uh yeah. i have a feeling it was probably 15 or 20 episodes ago wow uh, about the japanese striker kazuyoshi mura <laughs> yes um it's a this is from bbc sport and it's a callback because we talked about him because he became the oldest uh scorer in the j league at the age of 51 50 50. Yes. Right. Yeah, Fantastic. I remember it now. I remember it now. Um, so Japanese striker signs new deal at 50. <laughs> so he's still wanting to bang one, him in. One year rolling contract, I assume. I'd hope so. Probably even less. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, striker Ma- uh, Kazuyoshi Mura, who turns 51 next month, has signed a new contract with Japanese second division club Yokohama FC. The deal means he will enter the 33rd season of his record-breaking career, which began at the Brazilian side Santos in 1986, which <laughs> Dave is before I was born. Oh, don't say that. He's been a professional footballer that. for longer than I've been alive. A human. A collection of sentient atoms. Oh, God. <laughs> that makes me feel old. Well, sorry. I was always... Uh, this is a quote from uh, Kazuyoshi. I will always play my heart out and hope to continue to grow. He won't be... Well, no. Not you, physically. No, you mean you stop growing when you're about 17, 18. <laughs> don't you? And then in brackets it says, as a player. Oh, right. Okay, good. But how did Cleared he... that up. How did he say that in brackets? Yeah. Like, what? Um, the former Genoa and... Uh, Genoa? Uh, no. No? Okay, you might do. A former Genoa and Dinamo Zagreb player has been at Yokohama since 2005. Capped 89 times for his country, Mura's 139 goals place him sixth in the all-time list of top scorers in the J-League's top division. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's extraordinary. It doesn't actually say, disappointingly, how long the uh, contract is that he signed. But well, I imagine it would be a year We can find that out, can't we? Yeah, yeah, we can. Um... So yeah, that's a bit of transfer stuff there. A new contract for um, what I imagine is professional football's oldest current professional. Um, got to be. Got, yeah, got to, be. to be. Definitely probably the oldest goal scorer. Um, so yeah, Kazuyoshi Mura, what a pro. Good. Um, well, congratulations to him. Yes, indeed. And to his team. Indeed. Is that That's all our transfer stuff. I then? believe that's the close of our transfer stuff. Dave. Please, please close it then. Please close it. That's your transfer stuff. Is it? That's it. Yeah. That's the transfer stuff. That's yeah. the transfer stuff. Yeah. Okay, Joe, we've had some football uh, this week. It's happened. Is it now on to... Um, it's the uh, the FA Cup. The what? The FA Cup. The FA Cup. The FA Cup. Uh, we had the third round. Yes. I'm not going to list all the results because that's just that's just silly. You oh, could, come on. No, you got the internet for that. They didn't need us to do that. Oh, come on. All right, I'll tell you the Premier League teams who have progressed to the fourth round. All right, that'll do. Okay. You've got your... You've got your Man Uniteds, your Liverpools, your Huddersfields, your West Bromwich Albions, your Southamptons, your Manchester Cities, your Newcastles, your Watfords, your Tottenhams and your Brightons. Okay? Winners. Yes. We've got some replays. Some Premier League teams did not win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It happens. <laughs> it, yeah. Replays are going to happen. Fleetwood Town. 
are going to uh, go to Leicester City. Amazing. Uh, that, that, Leicester, Leicester Vardy? That's not his yeah. name. Jamie Vardy's Jay- old club? Jamie Vardy, yeah. Amazing. Uh, Bournemouth are going to go to Wigan after drawing two all. Wow. Uh, Swansea are going to host Wolves after a uh, n- no-score draw. And the same, a, okay, yeah, and yeah. the same uh, between Norwich and Chelsea. Chelsea will host Norwich, and West Ham will host Shrewsbury at wow. the at the uh, Olympic Stadium. How about that? So there have already been some uh, some giant killing action. Lots of potential, like more potential there for some giant killings. Then the likes of Shrewsbury, Wigan, mm. obviously in recent years have dropped down a lot, haven't they? Yeah. So some potential for more cup magic there. Interesting yeah. stuff. And you talk about the giant killings. Coventry I beat Stoke. Up there, didn't yeah, Coventry beat Stoke 2-1. They did. Sort of spelled the end for Mark Hughes. Yes, he was sacked just hours after, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. And Nottingham Forest beat Arsenal 4-2. Now that was the most extraordinary I'm, one. Did you see Eric Lehigh's goal? I did not. The volley goal. I did not see it. Unbelievable goal. And he, this guy, Eric Lehigh, he's a right... Or left back. He's a fullback. He's a fullback. And uh, he was in that Aston Villa squad that got relegated that were just embarrassing with the, the likes of... Oh, don't of mention that. He's on a high at the Jolien moment. You've just brought him right down. And uh, that, that Aston Villa squad, that you know, the famous yeah, yeah. Twitter out, uh, things with Gabby Oblonga, Oblonga Whore. Yes. Um, you know, posting tweets about their new cars and stuff after they'd lost 4-0 or whatever. To, yeah. You know, and they're falling out of the arse of the Premier League. And um, I thought, God, that I remember here. I remember his stats as well on FIFA something, two thousand and sixteen, seventeen, whatever. <laughs> thinking, God, this Eric Lehigh is rubbish. And I now mean, he pops up and scores two bangers against Arsenal, knocks yeah. him out of the FA Cup. Fantastic! So Go you're, for it. You're Lehigh. saying clearly a fluke. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, anyway, they're out. I mean, but yeah, I mean, Arsenal conceding four. No disrespect to Nottingham Forest, but they they wouldn't be happy with that. I I really think the end of the season has to be the exit for a certain Mr. Wenger now. Okay. Well, and that's Wenger now. I'm sure they'll take your take your advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here for As all a, Premier League teams do. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, we've had another manager sacking, of course, with Mark Hughes that we briefly talked about. Yeah. Yeah, just hours after they lost 2-1 to Coventry City. Uh, and it was a, a run of five defeats in seven in the Premier League that also contributed to it. And uh, they're in the relegation zone. Mm. last season the season before season before that they did really well did not see Stoke City tumbling off like they have this season they've got Jesse Rodriguez who mm. looks like he's quality but he obviously can't be asked. Uh what's the Swiss winger's name amazing player Jordan Shakiri. Jordan Shakiri, fantastic like former Bayern Munich player yeah uh, how with that squad I just I'm Joe Allen's amazing great player I know I don't know how it's happened to them hey it happens, doesn't it? This is what this is football. Shit happens. Uh, the fourth round draw has been drawn. Good, <laughs> probably best word for it. Yeah. Um, it's thrown up, it's thrown up some lovely ties. Two in particular. Yeah. Yeovil Town will host Manchester United. Host Man United. Yes. All tricky away tie for them. Yes. Yeah. And Newport County will host Tottenham Hotspur. Whoa. So I mean that's great. That's the FA Cup, isn't it? That's fantastic. Oh, that's, oh that's, that's, that's the magic of the cup, you know. I mean, it's, right, these these small teams uh, benefit from the hosting these big teams. A lot of money involved. I mean, it's a, that's the magic of the FA Cup. When people say the FA Cup's dead, the FA Cup's not dead. It's a magic, magical cup. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> jumpers for goalposts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I've got one little thing, actually, 
the FA I Cup. I see, that I yeah. noticed down. Dirty boy. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll right, pop it sorry. away. Thank you. Zip. Um, Andrus Townsend. Oh, yeah. How's his hair? Funny you should say that. <laughs> oh, really? That's exactly what I was going to talk about. Go on, then. So the story about Andrus Townsend that we talked about some weeks ago was that he had, uh, like, he had his head tattooed with, like, stubble. Yeah. Sort of. That was, uh, There's was obviously a word for it, right? But Yeah, I think so. But you know he's got hair now. Oh, right. It's all grown back, is it? Yeah. Well, that, well, it was but, it was obviously tattooed with hair then, was it? Well, I don't know. I don't understand. So underneath, so he could shave his head and have his like this shade still tattooed on his head. So what? What? Where's the hair grown from? I don't fucking know. Do you <laughs> it's, it could have. I don't know. It could have been plugs like Rooney. Well, or mate, what? That's probably what it was then, wasn't it? Yeah, they were plugs in the first place, maybe. But yeah, he suddenly got hair. Um, and you know, Brighton's two-one FA Cup win over Palace was a bit of a. I guess it, no, it wasn't really a shock, was it? Um. But, yeah, what about his tattooed head? Surely, if he wasn't actually... <laughs> That's all you could think of during that game. Yeah. His head. Andros sounds like head. Andros. He's got hair. <laughs> he didn't used to have hair. It's like it's grown or something. <laughs> Weird. But I would have thought that... I thought that he did that because he was going bald. Yeah. So he would just have the look of having a shaved head. Yeah. Without... And surely getting, you know, tattoo guns, they're quite... Well, it must have been... Im- they must have been implants then. Yeah, maybe. We'll they must have been. But, you know, those tattoo guns are quite invasive, right? As in, they fucking pierce you. Yeah. I would have thought if you weren't bald, that might have, you know, it helped might, you along the way. It could have just been tattooed. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't got any tattoos, but I've seen people with tattoos. And they tend not to grow hair, those tattoos. They uh, don't get hairy. I, you know, I've got no idea either. I don't have any tattoos. Not my area. So, I don't know. But you've I got, just thought it'd be funny. Hair, he's, he's got He's got two options now, instantly. He could shave himself bald and he'd still kind of look like he had hair yeah and 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 he's got the benefit of having this new hair <laughs> he does yeah weird yeah. isn't it eh? indeed so is that uh your fa cup roundup then, yeah David? that's the fa cup roundup thank you very much again good night fantastic well moving swiftly on yes to uh what i think um might actually be here we go um my my favorite feature okay Bastard of the week. Bastard of the week. You've got one. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> you just play the jingle for no reason. It is fun, though. Lovely yeah. jingle. You sometimes just walk about with that on loop, don't you? Oh, that would be that would be too much. Um, I probably have a panic attack after <laughs> about two minutes of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Right, this week's bastard. Once again, I have uh, been in contact with uh, Mr. Sean Bean over this, um, and uh, you know he was particularly irate about this week's bastard. Was he? Um, yeah, I mean, I've had bastards in the past that are like, you know, well, we've had bastards like that are terrorists. Yeah. Um, and all sorts of really, really nasty things like assault, like stabbing people with needles. Yeah. This bastard is a little bit more trivial. Oh, good. I can relax a bit then. But uh, yeah. Calm down. Sit down. Um, but nonetheless, really petulant and hilarious. Okay. And it is the Antonio Conte and Jose Mourinho feud. Oh, right. Okay. The two bastards then. <laughs> yes. yes. Sort of. Okay. Bastards. Uh, yeah. It's getting a bit It's getting a bit silly, isn't it? It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's like watching fucking Punch and Judy or something. It's crazy. Um, so, check out the... Um, <laughs> So um, Antonio Conte has said he will not forget the row with Man United boss Jose Mourinho. And uh, I've just picked out a couple of quotes here. 
So Antonio Conte said, Mourinho is a little man in the past, present and the future. <laughs> okay. So like sort of a... a Always. Yeah. A, a Mourinho Carroll. Yeah. 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 Mourinho Carroll. Yeah. Uh, and Mourinho said, I will never be suspended for match fixing, which is, of course, a clear dig at Antonio Conte, who has in the past been suspended for match fixing, but then found innocent by the court. Yes. Um, there's a video of Mourinho, which is fantastic, where he is um, discussing the feud um, and kind of it seems like he's de-escalating. It mm. seems like he's playing it down. Uh, and he made comments about um, saying Antonio Conte was acting like a clown. Did you see that one? Yes. Acting like, a, like I don't need to act like a clown on the touchline yeah. to get a response from my players well. or something. <laughs> right. He does anyway. Yeah. So he's hypocritical yeah. too. I've seen him with full makeup on and a big red nose. Yeah, twat. Yeah, mm. of course. Yeah, and he's squirting his players with a flower on his on his breast. Yeah, going up to the crowd, pretending he's going to throw a bucket of water and it's just glitter or something. Yeah. yeah. He always turns up the stadium in a mini full of all his mates who are also dressed yeah, as clowns. like it, 20 of them in there. Yeah, and the car just falls apart yeah. straight away. He's got them ridiculous big shoes. Giant shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now what's, what, what else is he <laughs> So, yeah, Mourinho was talking to the media and it seemed like he was calming the water, saying that the clown comment that he made was actually about himself. Right. Which it quite obviously wasn't. Oh, okay. And um, he asked the media to apologise for the way that they'd put spin on the whole case, right? So he, he was seeming to suggest that he was de-escalating the whole thing, playing it down, you know, no, the, the clown thing was talking about myself, I wasn't calling him a clown, this mm. kind of thing. But then, at the very end of that, that's when he came out with the match-fixing comment. <laughs> okay. So it seemed like he was calming the water. He was, you know, taking the moral just, high ground. He just can't resist. And then he <laughs> said, I've never been suspended for match-fixing, though. So, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, nice one, Mourinho. And I just think that um, the two of them butting heads, and it was kind of always inevitable, wasn't it, at the end of the day, mm. with uh, Antonio Conte being, you know, very, very charismatic. Yes. And taking his old job and kind of doing it better. Than Mourinho yeah. did at the end of the of his Chelsea tenure, yeah. I think is I think is hilarious. I heard someone liken it the other day to um, I can't remember what pundit it was saying that it's a it's like um, Conte is with Mourinho's ex-wife, and that's why Mourinho just can't let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is absolutely like that. Yeah. Do you know what I think the way to solve it? Go on. Charity boxing match. Oh God, yes. Do it. Mud wrestling. Oh, that's a bit too sexual, well, isn't it? Yeah, jelly. No, get, uh, <laughs> no charity boxing match. Um, Get them in the ring, raise money. Yeah. And then that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should do that. I'll get in touch with them. Okay, you sort. I'll, can can me, I leave that with you? Me and Sean, yeah. We'll, we'll sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but I've got the BBC article here. Um, and if I won't read the article, what I've, what I wanted to do was just go through and read out all the quotes very quickly from the article. Okay, yeah. Uh, because they're all just, when you just put them back to back, they're all in the negative and it's just fascinating to hear them all and it's about between the two of them. Okay, so, will not forget, mm-hmm. never suspended for match fixing, mm. clown, Ooh. little man, oh. used serious words, Personal. I won't forget this. Italian Little man forget. again. Oh, mi- hates midgets. This is not a problem from the club. It's a problem between me and him. I stop. Man's a man. <laughs> Clown again. Oh, more funniness. I think he has to see himself in the past. Maybe he was speaking about himself in the past. It's silly, isn't nothing? it? Nothing? Yeah. No, sorry, nothing. When you try to hurt a person, especially if you know very well the truth of what happens, the court proved my innocence. When you do this, it means you are a little man. 
Again with a little thing. Clown again. What never happened to me and will never happen is to be suspended for match fixing. You said that already. Yeah, no. I've gone no, for not you. A, I mean him. Thing, he yeah. said it already. Yeah. Uh, I'm still number one. Oh, God. Pathetic. Mourinho needs to look at himself. Yeah. That's it, though. He didn't actually the last didn't one's, say The why. last one's just, your mum. Yeah. <laughs> I could have actually made some up. Yeah. I? So, yeah, I just think that's just such a... These are supposed to be the... They're the figureheads of the clubs. They're supposed to be role models for the players. Yeah, they and love it. They lo- clubs love it, Little though. babies. Clubs love it. Yeah. Little babies. So it's uh, it's silly, silly, childish uh, behaviour. But at the same time, Joe, you're right. It is bastardly. Bastardly indeed. Mm. So I've actually got... Where are we at now? 52-ish minutes. Dave, what do you reckon about a, an additional bastard? Well, if you've got one, mate, then, then, then flash it. I do have one. And it is, unfortunately more in the realms of potentially serious bastardly behaviour. Oh, wish I... Okay. All right, yeah, well, you've said it now. So So just hold your breath for a minute. What? For a minute? Yeah, yeah. trying to kill me? No. (gasps) (laughs) Peter Beardsley. Oh, yeah. Now, this... When I saw this story, uh, I was a little bit heartbroken because a bit of a sporting hero of mine, you know... um, Mm. It's almost like he was the kind and a of... And a real pin-up as well. Well, that's, that was going to be my point, in a way. It's kind of why... A big, obviously, he was an extremely talented football player, almost kind of like the English Zola, in a way, I think. Like, techie, yeah. CAM, from that kind of same small. era. 90s. Yeah, small, agile. Italian. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ugly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a bit harsh on Zola, isn't it? But he was almost like the ugly duckling, you know? And he sort of like... Little, little guy... Really good at football, but, you know, sort of impaired speech and, like, you kind of can't not love him, you mm, know? Yeah. But it turns out if these allegations about um, bullying and racism with his under-23 players are true, yeah, then I'm, I'm, I'll be heartbroken, you know? Okay. So Newcastle under-23s coach Peter Beardsley will take a period of leave while the club investigates allegations of racism and bullying made against him. It comes after Beardsley had discussions with the club on Tuesday. The 56-year-old former Magpies player, who has been in his current role as the under-23s coach since 2009, faces multiple complaints. Um, One of the complaints of bullying has been made by 22-year-old academy midfielder Yassine Ben El Mani. Uh, In a statement, Beardsley's solicitor said, Peter Beardsley is aware of inaccurate media reports which result from unauthorised leaks. Fake news is what they're saying. Yeah, lies. Yeah. Allegations of unfair treatment have been made, which are currently being investigated. Peter Beardsley categorically denies the allegations. Uh, It is hoped the investigation will conclude quickly. Uh, He will not be making any further comment. So that is his solicitor. And the club has said, after discussions with Peter Beardsley this morning, it has been agreed that he'll take a period of leave to commence immediately whilst the club conducts its investigations. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the information there is at this stage. So there's one uh, named allegation from this academy player, mm. um, Yassin Ben Elmani, but hopefully it's not true in yeah. a way. I was thinking these sort of things. I mean, if if that if this if a claim like that was made against you and it, it really wasn't true, um, then I would be like kicking and screaming and, and getting my vo- trying to get my voice everywhere, saying this is I'm de- definitely did not do this. 
<clears throat> yeah. But however, I guess they're advised by the solicitors and the dominatrices to not do that. Yeah. But, um, um, uh, yeah, maybe would it come across a bit desperate? I don't know. Newcastle United's PR marketing department would probably be all over this and he probably isn't even, you know... He's not even allowed to say anything. No. They'd probably get some sort of legal injunction. Probably can't understand what he's saying. In a way. Yeah. yeah um, really sad. But obviously, you know, these allegations should be taken seriously and, um, you know... Yeah, you shouldn't make a decision on this based upon nostalgia for for someone who's no. a legend. Like if if these things are true, then he's a bastard. Well, it's got to be investigated, and and don't assume. However, you have included him in your bastard of the week. Potential bastard of the oh, week. Oh, I see. Right, okay. <laughs> so I'll get out of that one. Yeah, okay. Fair so enough. Peter, Jose, don't know Antonio. Yeah, yeah. In into the into the bastard bin. Peter, Joe, and Tony, potential bastards. In the bastard bin. In the bastard bin. So thank you for joining us for that one, Sean. Um, but he hasn't. He doesn't bother anymore, does he? That's the point. So. And on that note. Bastard! Of the week! I've uh, obviously made a few different ones of those jingles with... You know, extra vocals on them. Yeah, I prefer the one just when it's just uh, one voice. I'll be honest with you. You don't like it when no I offense. interject? But, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't like it. I'd, uh, it's just I hate it. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. Policy. Um, what's next? So I have um, a something that um, I didn't really know what feature to put it in, to be honest. We just just don't put it in a feature then. Oh, well. Just tell us what, the, just tell us, uh, what, what it is. Right now. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's uh, funny red cards. I basically <laughs> okay. found two. I thought I'd make. Shall I do that? Hold on a minute. No. Give me one sec. One sec. Funny red cards. <laughs> Scared. Pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, it's just, fine. Uh, what are they then? Just one call, isn't it? Really. <laughs> uh, so I found two stories within the space of a short period of time that were about uh, amusing red cards, and I thought I had to include them. Okay. So the first one, I had never heard of this player, um, and it's because he's a, a youth player, an under-23s player for Stoke City that they've just signed. Okay. And his name is Musa Niakate. Yes. Okay. So Stoke's Musa Niakate signs, makes debut, grabs an assist, and gets sent off all in four hours. <laughs> four, four hours? hours? That's four a long hours. game. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but he was signed within that time as well. Right, okay. Then sure. played a game. Right. Got an assist. Got an assist, well done. Got good sent start. off. Got sent off, not good. So, no. four hours prior to that, he wasn't even a Stoke City player. <laughs> he wasn't even playing, no. <laughs> Niakate had a very eventful Monday in which he made his debut and got sent off for Stoke's under-23s. Now, that, Dave, is why I'd hate Mondays. Well, you're not the only one. Yeah, Boomtown Rats. Exactly. Well, they didn't, They just wrote a song about it. They might like Mondays. I think Wednesday was Bob Geldof's favourite day. Right. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Niakate joined the Potters following a successful trial, but was sent off 39 minutes into his debut after completing a switch from Paris FC earlier in the day. 
earlier in the day. <laughs> it all started so well for the 21-year-old French left-back, who surged up the wing and crossed for Tyrese Campbell to convert Stokes' equaliser against Norwich under-23s. However, he was sent off 14 minutes later for lashing out after going down injured in the 3-1 loss at St George's Park. Um, so there we go. I don't understand. Like, he all signed, in an evening's work. He signed for them and then immediately played. It's like those, like those unrealistic... Like films or soap operas you watch where they go, oh, okay, yeah, you've got the job. When, uh, oh, great, when do I start? Well, you can start now if you like. It just wouldn't happen. There's, there's, there's protocol to follow. There's paperwork to fill out. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, that surely like, can okay, only okay, happen yeah, with the under-23s. That's, that's your contract signed. Brilliant. Okay. Um, he's like, great, when's my first game? A uh, couple of hours. You bet you're going to get warmed up. Well, yeah, we got one like in 20 minutes. You uh... You got, no, is, just, he, is your kit? I mean, that's you know, serves them right. He shouldn't have played. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. Yeah, we probably he, got he was injured because he, was he all, wasn't fit. He was wound up yeah. from the from the get sign. He's all you know excited and then he carried away. He lashed out and there's red card. See you later. <laughs> Blame the agent. My favourite version of what you were just talking about that concept of just these ridiculous things that you see in TV and film, where you mm. know someone who is not qualified not experienced just turns up and you know like in, a, in a, an action movie and they end up you know firing a machine gun and killing yeah. lots of soldiers or something they, they would have no idea how to use that thing of course they wouldn't my favourite example of that uh, have you ever seen point the mo- at me sorry my favourite example of that have you ever seen the movie Armageddon uh, Bruce Willis mm-hmm. yeah and um, there's other guys Ben Affleck yes Ben Affleck Steve yeah. Buscemi sure yeah uh, Oh yeah, they're, they're they're diggers, aren't they? They're miners, yeah, yeah. oil rig miners, right? And uh, NASA's solution to this uh, to, to, is asteroid, exactly, yeah, that's going to hit the Earth is let's train some miners, drillers, to, to be astronauts. Yeah, yeah, let's not train astronauts rather than yeah. <laughs> train some astronauts to drill. Yeah, which is easier? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, 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 we we don't know. Well, well, well. I've done neither, so don't ask me. Yeah, I'm not sure which one's harder. Dig a hole, or... Oh, I think I think you're doing the miners injustice. I think there's more to it than that, uh, Joseph. Have you seen the film? Just digging a hole, okay? <laughs> yeah. Probably why they did get Brucey in. Yeah. Anyway. Brucey et al. Yeah. And, his, his, uh, and Ben Affleck, the wet blanket. Mm. Okay, so my red, my, uh, red card madness, number two. Yes. Uh, is... My favourite football villain, potentially of all time. Okay. Diego Costa. <laughs> you like him, yeah? Well, maybe the wrong You dislike word. him. I think he's a complete... Yeah. Uh, so this is um, the uh, Saturday the 6th of Jan game between Atletico Madrid, his new club, and Getafe mm-hmm. in the Spanish La Liga, of which Atletico Madrid won 2-0. Right. So he didn't ruin the game. Good. But Diego Costa was sent off in an extraordinarily Diego Costa fashion. Okay, did he, did he just bite someone or punch them? Or? No, that's Suarez. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the same to me. And Hannibal Lecter. The two are in the same category. Uh, so former Chelsea striker Diego Costa scored a goal before being sent off seconds later on his first start for Atletico Madrid since returning to the Spanish club. Okay, so he scored a goal. He scored a goal. Costa was booked in the 62nd minute of Saturday's La Liga game uh, with Hetafe before scoring six minutes later. Okay, so he was booked in the 62nd minute. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Scored on the 68th minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then his celebration. 
Ah, did he, did he take his clothes off? He jumped into the crowd to celebrate and was subsequently shown a second yellow card and dismissed. <sighs> he just gets a little overexcited, doesn't he? he? Does, oh, Diego. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, Atletico Madrid actually won the game 2-0, so I guess it's not the be-all and end-all for them. Uh, but it's been an eventful return to Atletico for Costa. The 29-year-old started his career at the club before leaving to join Chelsea in 2014. Um, he actually made an appearance for Atletico previously. Uh, uh, he came off the bench to score in his first game since returning, a 4-0 Copa del Rey win against Leda Esportiu on Wednesday, uh, and then picked up an injury. Oh. So he got a brief injury, managed to come back, played his first home game for Atleti, got sent off. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a very up and down lad, isn't he? He's very up and down, that one. He's very up and down. And and there's a couple of tweets here where Twitter has responded to it, and I think they're, they're quite amusing. This is from uh, Andy West, at Andy West 01. Uh, Diego Costa scoring and getting sent off on his home debut is the most Diego Costa thing ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true. <laughs> this is from Samuel Marsden, uh, at Samuel Marsden. Never change, Diego Costa. Well. Okay. It's good entertainment, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, it's a crazy red card. I mean, Diego Costa being Diego Costa, you know, he, it's it's almost like he's the panto villain, isn't he? Very yeah. much so, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. Those, those, those red cards were crazy, Joe. You were right to call it that. <laughs> Didn't I call it funny? Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> funny red cards. Well, they were funny slash crazy. Funny red cards. Now, before, have we been talking for sixty-four? Yeah. Minutes? So before we go, I just want to quickly f- finish on um, the World Cup. Uh, England's group, Group G, uh, is England, Belgium, Panama, Tunisia. I've given you Belgium facts. I've given you Panama facts. And today I've got some Tunisia facts. Did cut. Oh, Tunisia. I will, Sorry. I will blast through them because um, I really need a wee. Uh, so, Tunisia. Tunisia. The Tunisia national football team, nicknamed Les Agles de Cartage, which means... <laughs> What are you laughing at? The way you said Cartage. It means the Eagles of Cartage, or the Cartage Eagles. Okay. Hold on, okay. Hold on, hold on. Can you spell the word Cartage to me? Yes, of course I can. <clears throat> oh, you want me to? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, C-A-R-T-H-A-G-E. It's Carthage. Yeah. Carthage, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you could have brought that up off air. Sorry. So it make me look like a silly billy. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry I'm not familiar with the intricate details of the Tunisian language or area. I'm, I'm sorry. Please continue. Yeah. You fucking... <clears throat> Tunisia facts. The country has only ever had two presidents. What? Yeah. Brilliant. Tunisia has served as a popular location for some of Hollywood's biggest films, among which include Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You'd know that. (laughs) Jesus of Nazareth. I didn't know that one. The English Patient. Okay. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. Of course, yeah. Spielberg and Lucas. Yeah. Uh, Camel is eaten, mainly in the southwest, but it can be really tough and chewy. Yeah, not surprised. Uh, Cook it then. Um, Uh, Polygamy and repudiation. I think think I'm saying that right. I'm sure you'll tell me. Uh, Which means uh, when a man divorces his wife simply by declaring it is so, uh, are outlawed. They're outlawed. They're outlawed. Yeah, you can't do that. Oh, I I kind of, no offense to Tunisia, but I kind of thought you were going to say they're they're common. You've got to have something in writing. (laughs) Um, And in the Mat Matar area, 
people still live in underground houses. So like in go. Star Wars. So some actual general, genuine facts. Yeah. Uh, I've also got some anagrams of Tunisia. Excellent. I knew this was coming. Uh, the first one is I is tuna. <laughs> That's almost like Martin Keown, isn't it? I'm not wanker. Yeah. I is tuna. Yeah, that, that, it's like it, completes a sentence. That was his argument. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is I anti-US. I anti-US. Yeah. Oh. So political. Oh. Well, I guess in that part of the world where that's quite common, Probably that's quite are. a common sentiment, yeah. isn't it? So. And the last one is um, tit anus. <laughs> there was, of course, mm. going to be a blue one in there, wasn't there? Yeah, that's just tit anus. Yeah. That's your Tunisia facts. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. That was, that was very good, entertaining. Thank you. Well, so now what we need to do for because we've done our group now, right? Sorry, we've done we've done our group. group G. Yeah. yeah. So we need to work through the others. Well, I think we need to look through the others and look at the uh, small nations and newcomers to the World Cup would be cool. Okay. And do so because you know maybe World Cup fans, yeah, football I'll, fans, aren't necessarily hey, aware of them. I can do that. Happy, Should we happy do that? to do that? Happy to do that. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, that's it, isn't it? I think that's it, Dave. Do you want to run through the house? I'm, I really, I'm gonna, I'm, I've got to go. I really need a wee. Sorry. All right, see yeah. ya. Oh, he actually is. Yeah, I'm actually going Okay, good. So, uh, oh, this feels oh, really sorry. weird. Just... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Fuck off. Sorry. I don't want to eat my mic. Thank you, Dave. Okay. Just uh, do the, the Twitter and the Facebook and the, the website and that. Yeah, well, at Round the Buck Pod. Yeah, all the details. Yeah, and, and, and iTunes. Yeah, and, and, and www. Uh, roundtheback.com yeah and podnose uh, yeah dimension podnose yeah we'll do yeah, yeah. okay right and on the facebook with the videos yeah 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 that's it see you you, you good yeah uh please head to our facebook page and check out the videos that we've been posting of round the back we have um certain uh sections of the podcast available to view so you can get an idea of what we look like amazing uh, find us on Twitter at Roundabout Pod. Give us a review. We're on iTunes. Uh, five star, please. Uh, you can also find us on Castbox and Overcast apps. Uh, get involved. Send us a tweet. Find us on Facebook. Post a comment of some interesting stories or things that you see on the internet. We would love to hear from you. You can also comment on our website. It's a WordPress blog format, so you can comment on each episode. And uh, oh, all right. Did you do it? You relieved now? Are you? Yeah, you've done it all. I've done it, mate. Yeah. Right then. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see us. No, no. So. We're sharing a mic now because okay. I just did a wee. Good. Not on the in the. I went. I'm to gonna the, just the t- press the thing now. Bye. Okay. <laughs>